Why, hello everyone! If you didn't already realize, you are listening to the Anxious Thoughts with Anxious Women podcast. Jessica here to tell you that, well, it's come time to end it. End season one, of course. Uh, So this will be the last episode for season one of Anxious Thoughts with Anxious Women. We will be back, though, for your listening pleasure in the summer. So please keep an eye on our social media for when we will be back for season number two. I know that we're super excited to come back and talk about some more anxious thoughts since we're some anxious women, and it's just kind of nice. So... Thank you for listening to the podcast thus far. We hope you are enjoying the show and uh, we hope you enjoy this next one and we can't wait to see you guys again soon. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Anxious Thoughts with Anxious Women, a podcast that will discuss mental health topics with a mix of humor and our own truths. On today's episode, we discuss grief. It's a heavy topic, so if you're experiencing it, please know that we hear you, and this could potentially be a trigger for you. Anyway, for those of you that are listening, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> I can hear you. I'm making sure my mic works. Oh. <laughs> well, all right then. <laughs> okay. I was like, we've been talking this whole time. I don't understand. Now you can't hear me. <laughs> That's why I was like, hello. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. Do you, do you, want, do you want me to start this one? Do you want me to take control? Yeah. All right. So yeah. today we're going to be talking about grief and grief. how that can affect our mental health and whatnot. Now, I'll be the first to say I don't have, you know, a lot of experience with this topic aside from losing my furry companions yeah. And a few, yeah, it definitely is. It's um, the same thing. And a thing. few family members, uh, you know, while I was growing up and stuff like that. But nothing has really had a huge effect on me other than, uh, you know, lo- losing my, my pets. They've been my buddies, you know, and that's really a tough thing to, to deal with yeah. and to go through and, you know... Um, yeah, so that's kind of my experience with it, and uh, we can talk about me a little later, but if you would like to share what your experience yeah. is, <laughs> what not. Yeah, um, this one's been a long time coming. Um, I've always wanted to talk about grief because I know a lot of people go through it and um, it's grief is the one thing that has no time limit of healing it's not like in a few months you'll be over this relationship in a few months you'll be over that test you failed like it has its own separate like entity because there is no guarantee you're even going to be over the grief at all or maybe right. you'll get to a point of where you can live mm-hmm. with it and um I'm at that point but I'm not 
not very uh or not over it but right. at a point where I don't cry anymore I'm not at that point yet and so as a bat let's start from the beginning for me um I never had any sort of experience with grief besides when I was younger with like family members and my dog and he didn't pass away but my dad sold him I think and that was still a loss for me as a child um but I grew up with my grandparents and they're like my second set and who my grandpa was like my dad and I was special he made me feel special and as you grow up as kids you think your grandparents are immune to anything like nothing will ever happen to your grandparents you know what I mean we don't you don't ever think about negative yeah Yeah. like your parents happen when you're growing up everything's just sunshine and rainbows right yeah like it's like nothing bad could ever happen and the same thing goes for your parents and you go through life just thinking that and you don't really I don't think a lot of us get talked about death at a good time where we can understand it and right kind of process it because when my grandpa died right. I was I was not prepared for it yeah cuz I thought he would never die even at, when he died when I was 21 and I thought it was just going to be a routine go to the hospital maybe stay overnight come back home and he we did that but he never came home And this was, just so everybody knows this, tomorrow, Sunday, March 7th, um, is his 10-year anniversary. And it feels like yesterday. And I've spent at least eight and a half years thinking it was my fault because that night it happened... I had a gut feeling that he should have um, went to the hospital because he was coughing and I thought he was sick and all that and uh, I just had that gut feeling and I was like "Mm, you know whatever we went to bed and it was like 2 o'clock in the morning and we got the call from my grandma about um, him uh, coughing really hard and throwing up I think he was throwing up Um, so we left and it was like probably the coldest iciest night so I drove and it was pretty bad outside and you know I didn't even have that thought in my head that he was gonna go or anything like that I just thought it was let's get him to the hospital type beat and um so we go and you know what I'm just gonna put a warning out there for people who are grieving who have grieved or anything this could be a trigger for you and I'm sorry I didn't say this earlier um but just be warned 
because I just I have to talk about it like it happened and I just can't think about censoring myself so I'm warning everybody now so we got to the house and I walked we walked in and I remember I walked right in the kitchen and you you were in that house before yeah and um stepped one foot in the kitchen and I looked left down the hall and there he was laying in the hallway what? like half of his body was um in the room and half of it was in the hallway and I saw him and more than positive he was no I know he was gone yeah were you by yourself and I rem- no. it was me my mom my grandma and the ambulance was called and it, they took some time because of how bad it was outside. Oh, okay. And, um, they came, like, I think it was, like, a minute or two after me and my mom got there, and, uh, I was calling, I was calling Buddy because we were together at the time. Yeah. And, um, I was calling him freaking out because I didn't know what to do because my mom didn't want me around that, that area. And then the um, the ambulance came, and I don't remember what they were doing, but um, they took him on not on a stretcher, but it was like not a not a tarp, but something like that for where you can't like put use a stretcher because you have to like move his body around right. because of the way like you remember the front of the house was with those stairs yeah like so they had to do that and um I remember his arm hanging and I remember some blood and I was just like in a daze like something came over me like I didn't I couldn't think I couldn't like process anything right. so we went to Vassar we followed the ambulance and uh, we got there and I, my uncle got there my uncle Paul they put us in the church and you know what happens when they put you in the church yeah. I remember my mom was freaking out and my grandma's a strong woman I didn't see her cry for a long time throughout this whole process yeah but we were in the hallway, and then the doctor told us he didn't make it. Wow. And later on, I found out my grandma knew. Like, she watched him take his last breath or whatever. Oh, wow. So she found out first and just kind of kept her cool. Yeah, and uh, I saw it, too. Yeah. And... My hero just gone. Right. And it was extremely traumatic. And my family was in New, ha- in New Hampshire. And we had to wait about four, four and a half hours with his body until they got there to say goodbye. Wow. So I sat in that room and I held his hand the whole time. And rubbing his arm, thinking that he would come back. And he didn't come back, obviously. And 
you know, we had to start planning his funeral, and it's like I had some sort of energy come over me for not crying. It's like I just stayed strong for everybody. I'm pretty sure the day, it was like the day after the funeral, I think I went back to work and I had to leave, like, right away. Yeah. Because I just wasn't okay. Right. Well, sometimes it doesn't hit you, uh, too, until later you know yeah yeah that's it's that's the thing everyone's grief is different the way it hits you and the way you deal with it and um he was cremated he's sitting in my living room right now yeah i have him in a necklace that i take everywhere and uh i been feeling I felt for like I said like eight and a half years that I should have took that initiative and brought him sooner because then maybe he would still be here right and it's hard to process that right well I think I think a lot of times too when like super traumatic things happen like it's it's easy to want or it's easy to blame, you know, yourself or whoever was there, whoever's around, because it hurts. And it kind of being able to put a blame on something to make sense of it makes it feel better, you know, even if it is putting it on your shoulders. Um, and I think, like, you know, I, I feel like that's, like, a very normal coping mechanism for when, you know you lose somebody especially somebody that's so close to you is like trying to just make sense of it and that's that's where that kind of comes from but I hope you know it's not your fault yeah no I'm at a point where I know it's not my fault but not a hundred percent right I may be like I may be like 80 percent right which is a lot better than what I was but now that I'm back in in treatment and stuff now and I'm hoping that I can process it more. Yeah, for sure. Because I think about it, like, so much because with my whole situation with my dad and us not talking, I sit and think, like, I'm not, a, like, a religious person. I'm, like, more of a spiritual person and stuff, but I believe there is some sort of God or something. I don't know. Right. I don't know. But... I think and wonder why he took the person that probably loved me the most. And the first, like, the one of the only people that I loved more than myself. Yeah. You know? And why did I have to, why did I have to lose that person? Yeah. No, it's, it sucks. And it's impossible to try to make sense of it and your sort of relationship that you have or that you had with your grandpa is very similar to court's relationship with her grandpa um i don't know if like she ever told you about him but he was her father figure growing up and he was always around and and everything like that and you know when i'm I'm pretty sure when he went she was the one that found him uh, she had or they kind of like he lived in the back 
like a house in the behind her house so yeah. she was over there all the time and you know it's it's so easy to think that like oh well if I was there five minutes earlier or if I thought about it sooner or you know it's easy once you know they're gone to think that way but in all honesty like if you're sitting at home and you have a cough you're not gonna you're not gonna go to the hospital you know you know you can't blame yourself for something like that and and think that way you yeah. know and then it and the same front it also is just like it's hard to make sense of if there is a god or a yeah. spiritual person or something that's looking out yeah, for all of us yeah it's just like you know the- yeah, it's like the only word I can come up with is is God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I don't have another. Right, and I, I'm not a religious person myself, but I'm, I do believe that there's some sort of something, that yeah, you know, watches over us and and whatever, and you know, it, it's always crazy to to sort of like. Question like what did that person do to warrant you taking them from me or you know something like that like um I don't mean to like defer from from you but I do want to give you a a second to get (laughs) yourself together (laughs) so I figure I could help a little bit um but I remember a couple years ago my uncle Peter got real sick and he didn't really tell anybody and then like I was out eating lunch with court's entire family it felt like (laughs) and i go on facebook (laughs) and i see uh his daughter sky posted something about her dad you know that he wasn't doing good and he might not make it and my heart sank because my uncle peter was there for me and my family the whole time that like my dad was sick and in the hospital and and dealing with that and he would constantly come to visit my dad in the hospital he would come take care of things at our house and help us you know however he could so like when that happened I just remember being like oh my god like why why him like he's such a great guy such a great person like he's yeah wonderful like why would you take him from us you know and it's just like you can question so much of like why but I think it's like instead of like wondering that like as hard as it is it's like refreshing to think of all of those moments that like I had with him like Court and I and like my whole family like we run around and we say beautiful and like we get really into it because that was like his signature phrase (laughs) like that's just kind of like how we always kind of keep him in our hearts and you know keep his memory yeah like I I have I have a lot of memories and and stuff like that and it's hard I think it's harder when you don't get to say goodbye yeah you don't get that closure I don't I to this day I still don't remember the last thing I ever said to him yeah and that kills me because I just wanted him to know how much I loved him which I'm sure he knew but like I want that last word and that's why I take love so seriously because and I say it a lot because I never I never know yeah none of us do but I just wish those were the last words I said to him because 
he just went and I hope it wasn't painful for him because he was already having pain and stuff like that and he was young he was in his early 70s yeah that is like, young he was such an active person and was always out and about and never lazy and always pushing himself and always a smile on his face would go sit at a bar and talk to strangers <laughs> about anything don't you love how like i don't know I, i've always loved people that could do that I, I like i'm not that person i can't no just make a conversation but i love when he people literally like didn't that. care he would wear the oddest outfits <laughs> that didn't match <laughs> where was your sense clothes. of style tisha you had to be like hey man let me dress you I up. tried. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, it's... And what also hurts is just that, like, he did all my... He did a lot of firsts in my life, and I, he still has so many that he could have seen, like, when I graduate next year, when I get married, having grandkids. Like, I wanted him to be there for that. Yeah. And I still have my grandma and she's my world she's literally everything i love her to death wow grandma's and, great um, now i have anxiety about her yeah i've been taking care of I me mean, my mom takes care of her but i've also been taking care of her my mom's like my mom needs so much credit because she's basically given up her life for her and my mom deserves so much. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. Good. Gotta get it out. That's how you can feel better. Do you want me to sing? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to trail off too much, but just my mom just deserves everything in the world yeah. for um doing what she does. It's very hard being able to take care of everyone because it seems like your mom is is a super independent woman she's taking care of herself she's always taking care of you and now she's taking care of grandma and she's does it with no questions asked and no uh doesn't need a, a reward or a thank you or a you go get them tiger she just does it because She's got a big heart, and she's a really good person, and that's that's a great thing. It's like a and real noble thing to be able yeah. to do that. Really the only parent I've ever needed. Yeah. She's She was both my parents. Still is. Yeah. She always will be. But it's hard to, just so I don't get off track, but it's it's... It's hard to process over the years because then it's like year one, it's already here, and you're still here. Yeah. You know, it's just hard to process. It, it's such a hard thing to process your first biggest loss. Yeah. Which is which triggered all my mental health problems that I I've probably had for a long time, but now it's like. It opened up the door. Yep. And, um, 
and the fact that I've buried my issues for so long, like eight and a half years until I started getting help. Right. And, um, and I'm where I'm at today, but I'll never get over him. And I hate saying that kind of statement because I can't figure out any other words. Like, I just want to get over the grief. Yeah. I mean, I, want to... I think, I think eventually that that'll happen, but because you kept it like on your shoulders, like you said, for eight and a half years, I mean, that's such a weight to have where you're thinking these like, you know, thoughts about what you could have done and then having all these mental health issues that you're hiding and keeping to yourself and, you know, or maybe you weren't hiding them, but you just didn't know what they were, you know, all that stuff that, yeah, that weight is is huge and you know going to therapy or going to the doctor and getting help is not gonna instantly make that weight just come off your shoulders and then it's gone but a little at a time it helps to kind of push it off and eventually you know especially now that you've restarted therapy um you know that you're gonna find that that weight's gonna start to go again and you know ease up a little bit yeah yeah and I found someone who who does specialize in grief too so yeah hopefully you know it'll work out and uh I I always lose the words when I try and explain grief because it's just it's just hard because now it's triggered PTSD for me like going to a hospital, hearing my grandma cough every day because she's a, a smoker. Oh, my immediately have panic attacks. Yeah. And I know she's going to go at some point. You know what I mean? Right. She's had a great life. And She's the strongest person I've ever met. I, I honestly don't know how she deals with her pain and being in a wheelchair 24-7 and still being bubbly and sassy. And <laughs> She's so sassy. <laughs> <laughs> she is. I just, I, I don't think I'll ever have the strength that she has. And I've done CPR on this woman. I have seen her passed out I have seen her lose her memory so again triggers yeah that I literally was on 911 and had to do CPR on her her tongue was so swollen she was choking on it and I think she stopped breathing for a second oh my god and I had to do it until 911 got there I'll never forget that and I was certified in CPR at the time. And she had, like, memory. Like, she literally forgot who me and my mom was. Wow. She thought it was, like, back in the 70s that we were at the beach. And oh, man. I wasn't even born. <laughs> <laughs> and it was all because she had a UTI. Wow. When you get older, they have stronger effects on you. I'm still terrified as hell to yeah. lose her because I, I honestly don't know what I'll do. 
but um yeah <sighs> grief sucks <laughs> yeah for sure but I just want like others to know that there's a ton of us going through it I mean we have to be real that death is a natural thing and it's one of my biggest fears in life but mm-hmm. that's another 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 episode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um you have to seek help and you don't have to feel ashamed for it or think you have to bury it or think you have to be strong for everybody else because you matter too yeah put yourself first because I didn't and I regret it and the only thing I can do now is just work and get myself better and get myself to a point where I can actually celebrate him without crying yeah without having to like if it falls on a weekday that I don't have to call out of work and you know even though I would probably push myself through work but you know me I (laughs) I always go to work and I just want to be at a point where I can just celebrate it and not be sad about it. Yeah. I think that's like... I don't have it and for a reason. As it's happening, like, each year, you should try to do, you know, either something that he liked or something... You just think of, like, yeah. those happy moments and those good times and... Try not to focus on... And those make me cry, too. Oh, I know. But that's a good <laughs> cry. Like, those are good cries. Yeah. You know? Like, th- that's different. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean, though. You know? But, yeah, I mean, like, that's that's where it's at. Like, it's okay to, obviously, to miss him every single day, and it's the hardest day when it's the day that it happened, but it's good to just think of all yeah. those good things and all that time you had with him and... Yeah. Yeah. And then and, he's still with you, because you know, he is. You said you carry him yeah. in a necklace. He's hanging out in your living room, so he's watching you guys watch TV. Probably laughing oh at God, your grandma. Having just like, like a heart attack. Because <laughs> 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 I mean, he hates tattoos. Me and my mom are, got more since he's passed, especially me. And <laughs> That's what you gotta do. You gotta get a, a good something to honor him. A big chest. I do. Get a chest piece, though. No. <laughs> I have boobies. That's fine. Get something no, like over your heart. Back. <laughs> no, I have one on my back for him. Yeah. Um, and he'll just always be the number one person in my life. Mm-hmm. My hero. My, my everything. And I just want to dedicate this to him. And I just love him, and I always will, and I'll honor him all the time, and um, even though this is hard to talk about, I just feel good about it because I want others to know that it's it's okay, and to seriously just talk to somebody about it, and work on processing it because it's okay to grieve you just got to go through the process and not bury it i just i just miss him a lot and i just dedicate this to him i'm sure he'd be proud yeah proud of the woman (laughs) tisha has turned out to be i hope so that's i just want to make him proud always so do you 
knowing this date is coming up, do you struggle more with your mental health as it's approaching? Yeah. 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 My body, it's like my body knows. Yeah. It's like, it, it's especially with like seasonal depression. Right. Especially with winter. Winter is really hard for me. Yeah. Um, is harder than most and knowing that it's like in between before spring but still winter makes it harder and remembering how bad it was that night right but you know I'm still like I'm okay like it's just I just feel down yeah you know I, I just go through the motions right and now that I have someone in my life kind of gives kind of gives me the strength that I have somebody and makes me want to not just go through the motions in life but once gives me the strength to want to actually enjoy life yeah well that's a pretty great thing <laughs> Yeah, so that's also helpful, having someone, but, yeah, I think that's all I can really do on this, okay. <laughs> without crying more. I mean, I think it was good. I think we got the point across that uh, yes. grief is something that's hard to deal with, and it, you know, when you're suffering from anxiety and depression, it can be a lot worse to uh, yep. have to deal with it, and... Yeah, it's important to let it out, to talk, and make yep. your, uh, get all those feelings off your chest. We'll see everyone on the next podcast. Yeah, we will. Hopefully it'll be a, a better, uh, happier time. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to sing on the next one, for sure. Yeah, I'll let her sing yes. next time. But I hope everyone has a good week, and... Like I said, this is, I dedicate this to my grandpa, um, and we'll see you on the next one. See y'all. Hey guys, Tisha and Jessica here. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Hit that subscribe button so you can follow us on our journey. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at anxious underscore thoughts underscore podcast for updates and when we will be dropping our next episode. Also remember, if you are worried about yourself or a loved one, please call the National Suicide Hotline at 1-800-273-8255, 24 hours a day. Have a good day, everyone.